0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: All right, Shime Time, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. What was the uh, podcast prop record last night, Chris Shime?
0: Uh, that would be a clean... Five and oh, Not bad. Not bad. I only contributed
1: one of those. Uh, That was uh, thankfully Saquon Barkley after watching two of his receptions get ripped back thanks to penalty because the offensive line was trying to save Daniel Jones' life as the Cowboys were uh, beating the crap out of him in the game last night. Uh, that got home, four catches, 45 yards, and you want a clean 4-0, and I believe.
0: Yep, Dallas Moneyline, Cooper Rush over 208.5 passing yards, Noah Brown over 36.5 receiving yards, Saquon Barkley, longest rush over 15.5 yards.
1: So I'm sure the number is gone now, Shine, but do you have the current Super Bowl odds up in front of you? Is there any chance you can pull that up?
0: I can absolutely can pull that up here. I'm From right on the DK. wonderful DK Sportsbook. Um let's see. I'm going
1: I'm going to give a little bit of uh, not a little bit of credit. All this credit for this thought real quick and we'll get to the Patriots and we'll get out of here pretty quickly today. Um this goes to Ken and Nick, Ken Barkley specifically of You Better You Bet which airs afternoons on the Will network. They were sort of looking ahead. Uh, I, I think Ken does like the simulations, and he does the, the power ratings, all that stuff, so they were sort of looking at the rest of the year. Yep. And he brought up a really good point. Of the 11 teams that were going to, or the, the, the 7 teams that were likely to make the playoffs in the NFC, there was one number that was really, really off heading into last night's game. So the Cowboys, they win. Um, yesterday they were 40 or 45 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, Shine. What are they today off their win last night?
0: The Dallas Cowboys are 30-1. to one.
1: So they've taken some money off that. That makes some sense. And his point was, they're a really good defense. They, pl- they play an easy schedule. They get Dak back. And they're probably not like super likely to win. But if you compare their odds to all the teams around them in the standings, their number was way off. And watching them play defense last night, I thought, boy, that was a really good idea. I don't think they're going to win it, but... If you could have grabbed 40 or 45-1 to on the Cowboys before their win on the road last night against the Giants, that would have been smart. I didn't do that, but I understood the thesis, and it's a good way of looking at things when there's – because even if they don't make it, you could hedge once they get to the playoffs, and I wish I had jumped aboard that idea because their defense is great, Uh, they'll get Dak Prescott back. It's only the Eagles uh, in the division, I think. The Giants are a nice little start to them, but I, I don't think they're a real contender. We know Washington stinks off their effort against Philadelphia this yes, week. they do. And so uh, there was an opportunity there, and I thought Micah Parsons and the defense looked pretty good last night for the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, I, I think the defense—I mean, they pressured Daniel Jones, what, 24 oh, times, I believe? Crazy. the number of the game. Uh, they were awesome last night, and they continue to be awesome. They've been awesome all year. They were great against Tom Brady. They were great last night against Daniel Jones. Uh, I, don't thi- I don't see that stopping anytime soon.
1: Uh that's the end of week 3. Uh week 4 will start on Thursday Good with game, the uh, Bengals and the Dolphins. My early win will be Cincinnati uh, in that game given how uh Miami had to play in that uh, ridiculous temperature played about a million uh, plays defensively now they got to go on the road to Cincy.
0: Can I just Issue a a warning here. At three and a half
1: points, I'm I'm comfortable with Cincinnati. Sure, go ahead. Uh,
0: So you say that that mess down in Miami, but just know that Miami only played 39 offensive plays. So
1: oh, they played a lot. um, They played a lot of defensive plays, Sean.
0: True, which indicates to me a rare over on a Thursday night football game.
1: Ooh, I had not thought about the the tired defense, but
0: rested, relatively fresh offense. Uh, Tyreek Hill has outright. Um, spoken ill about Eli Apple, so he's coming for the jugular there. Uh, I, I am, I, I am buying more and more into the over of 47 in this game. I need to do some more of the uh, analytics deep dive, but gut check feel right now over 47 feels real nice, especially at minus 105.
1: Yeah, gut check for me is Cincy on a bounce back home, uh, favorite there at three and a half. We'll see where that line goes. In the next couple of days, but I've not done any prop work. It's just super, 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 super early. But I I want to bring it up because, like you said, we get a good Thursday night game shine. They treated us to uh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland last week. We flushed that one down the toilet. Now we get a pretty good game on Thursday. Bengals and Dolphins, two playoff teams, potentially in the AFC right
0: now. Yeah, two of three weeks we've gotten good games, right? Chargers-Chiefs in week one. Then we got that ugly game of of, uh, Browns and Steelers. And then we get this, which looks like it could be a really good game. So I'm excited.
1: Which is a nice make good for what they're doing to us on Sunday, which is just unfair and punishable by jail time, in my opinion. Three yes. four o'clock games on Sunday: Cardinals, Panthers, Patriots, Packers, so dumb. Broncos, Raiders. Oh, by the way, also I mean, Sunday and we maybe, have maybe 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 not Chiefs in Tampa. That game might get
0: moved. Important Sunday to note: night. we have a uh, we have a London game on Sunday as well. So we have a nine thirty kick for us as well.
1: Yeah, and it's got injuries abound because yep. uh, Dalvin Cook's day to day now, and he might not play in that game. But, I mean Alexander Madison is a thing. Uh, On Saturday morning or Sunday morning, nine thirty. Saints and Vikings. Saints a three point. I guess technically home dog. They're the home team, I believe, (laughs) believe, but they're getting three points against the Vikings. It's too early for my brain to think about a London game Sunday morning at nine thirty. I'm not going there right now. (laughs) Okay. I will go to uh, this Sunday at four twenty-five. Nance Romo on the call. It'll be your Patriots and the uh, Packers. I think we're comfortable now because we didn't know yesterday officially. Shime. I think we're comfortable saying that Mac Jones will not play on Sunday for the Patriots.
0: I would say almost absolutely.
1: So, the line currently, it was 11 yesterday. I have it 10.5 for the Patriots, getting 10.5 points at DraftKings, minus 115. Same. So, they've, they've juiced that up a little bit. If you want to lay the 10.5 for the Packers, you can lay the 105. The look-ahead line was 5 or 5.5. So, what they're telling you is that Mac Jones essentially is worth about 5 points. Shine right? If it was going to be yeah. a 5 point, so... They, I I think they have that right. I agree. Like it, I, it would see. I think it'd be less. I think it'd be worth less if Josh McDaniels are still here, because they'd be running Ooh, an offense okay. that Brian Hoyer knew. Yep. This is not a Brian Hoyer offense. Brian and, and and bio. So Brian Hoyer is here because he's like the de facto quarterback coach sounding board for Matt. He's not here because of ability. No. He's not here because. They want to invest in, in Brian Hoyer long-term. He's a He's good a veteran. He's only here because it's the Patriots and because they have a short-shrift uh, coaching staff and because Mac Jones knows Brian Hoyer. He would not be the backup quarterback. And I want to equate it like Cooper Rush last night. I, I saw some
0: Cooper re- pretty good.
1: really sad Patriot fans saying, Well, if, if Cooper Rush can win on the road, why can't... <sighs> because i don't like, i don't even think that
0: cooper rush i don't i don't think
1: brian hoyer is better than cooper rush time.
0: how about Coop, that no he's not cooper rush okay. is 3 and 0 in his career 3 and 0 straight up and against the spread as a starting quarterback so far in the nfl and he has th- he has not thrown an interception yet i believe in his start actually he might have thrown one last year he hasn't st- thrown one in either start yet this year though um i mean the guy is completing you know 63 64% of his passes he's not throwing, he's not turning the football over hell he's not getting sacked uh, I mean, Cooper Rush is doing everything you want a backup quarterback to do and probably a little bit more, and that's why Dallas is winning. They're playing defense, and their quarterback's not making stupid mistakes. Brian Hoyer, we've seen, can be prone to some stupid mistakes, and that could be the fatal flaw on Sunday.
1: So Lord's Guy has also banged up. Mike Reese suggesting he might be out this week, so some early injury news there. I'm just I'm talking through this because I know you said yesterday uh, Packer, or Patriots plus the 10.5 the or 11. Um uh, I just wanted to, so we think they have the right number. We we think that that I'm I'm saying I think the five points is fair, the downgrade from say Mac to Brian Hoyer. I'm curious if you think that's the is that the right point spread change given that Mac's not going to play in this game. Yeah,
0: I think I think it's about right because when I look at it, like I I think it was a couple years ago, Mahomes comes out and what do the Chiefs go down? They were like they went from being I think they went down seven points. He should be worth more. Yes, he should be worth Josh Allen, Lamar, Mahomes. Uh, should be worth seven or eight points. It's funny to me, though, that Justin Herbert came out or was possibly going to be out for the Chargers, and he was only worth, like, three and a half points, but they're telling you Mac Jones is worth five. That doesn't correlate as much to me, but then again, it's on the road in Green Bay. Like, I I think there's, like, a little bit of a multiplier there, if you will. Um, So it's a weird scenario, but I just... I don't know. I I think the there's five also, is Also, by the way, more right.
1: talent. There's more talent around Herbert, right? Like, so let's say Chase Daniels is in. Chase Daniel singular, is in. They still have Eckler. Still have Big Mike. Like they still other talent there. Um, and they can also make the argument that right, that was just wrong because yeah. the the books had not adjusted to. Jaguars the fact that, kicked ass. So ja- Jaguars are better than we thought they were going to be, yep. and the Chargers might be worse. Like I, I, even with the the injury stuff, like they. So maybe they're, they were late to react to that. But I get what you're saying. I think they're still saying. late to react. I get what you're sellers. saying.
0: but So I think ultimately, though, in my opinion, I think this line should be 9.5. I think it was correct uh, right around 6.30 in the morning yesterday when it was at 9.5. I think that is the correct line. So right now, I think there's probably about a one-point difference. Granted, that's not a whole lot. But it, I, I do believe that this line should be 9.5, which is why I have invested in the line at 11 already. Because I just feel like I'm getting a point and a half of value there. Uh, I trust Belichick to keep it within 10 points.
1: Um, so far, the bets have come in on the Packers. 64% of the bets early in the betting. 54% of the money. Uh, the Patriots have more of a money ratio. Only 36% of the bets, but 46% of the money. Which makes sense to me, Sean. This is just on the, the spread line. I don't have the money line uh, numbers here. I can't imagine People are rushing about the Patriots' money line. I'll, nah, I'll tell you right now. Either. it's In fact, it's only 10% of the bets in that game are on the Patriots' money line at plus 425. Oh. Um, there is a among a lot of people, a lot of the sharp bettors in Vegas, I learned this years ago from uh, Chad Millman, who's now at the Action Network. There are a lot of guys who just automatically shine. They will bet every single, throughout the course of the year, one of their standard bets will be, I'm going to bet every double-digit dog in the NFL. Because of variance and because the way the league is played, they think that no team should ever be basically a double-digit dog and say they just bet it blindly. And so that makes sense to me that there is more money versus bets right now in the Patriots because people want to get their sharp bets in early. They're like you in this case. They wanted the 10.5. They want the 11. They're worried people might bet it back under 10. And if you can get it at that very key number of over 10 right now, I can see a lot of just professional bettors System betting this automatically taking the double-digit points.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I think the the bigger number to keep an eye on now is the total. That has dropped precipitously. Uh, It was 42 just the other day, and now it's 39.5. And this number is probably going to continue to drop.
1: And by the way, it's not stopping anybody. 73% of the bets, 93% of the money shine on the under right now.
0: Uh, it's it's crazy uh, uh and I, but i but i understand why it makes sense by the it, way I, I, I don't, the, the I, that wouldn't scare script, me away the game with, uh, script and a half. i i laid out to you yesterday makes total sense that it goes under thirty nine and a half. absolutely they're gonna like, kind of protect slog. the
1: the the hoyer numbers are they're so public now he's zero and 11 his last 11 games a starter the dude throws a million picks <laughs> He should not be in the NFL. He is in the NFL. Do not let this cloud your judgment here, okay? We, you love Bill Belichick, everybody out there. We totally get it. And you want to take the points, I understand that. But Hoyer is only here because they don't have a full, complete coaching staff. We joked about this in the offseason. Now it's coming to fruition. He's here as a paid like a player but really a QB coach. There's probably some in that building that think Bailey Zappi's a betty quarterback, but they can't start Bailey Zappi. He is a better, Zappi. He probably, he a better quarterback. 100% Bailey Zappi. He probably is. He probably is. But in week four, he can't go to Devin McCourty and Matthew Junon and say, hey, guys, I'm starting Bailey Zappi. Bill Belichick can't do that. Anymore.
0: He should, but he won't. You're right. I, I, I agree with you.
1: I'm not saying he shouldn't, but he can't, to those veterans, you want to lose those guys. It's, it's one of the reasons why he stuck with Cam two years ago. I yeah. want to keep the veterans invested? Yep. He's got to do that now. I agree so, with you.
0: Uh, here's my thing. I, it, I My whole thesis, I laid the whole thesis out yesterday. I took the 11 points. It's more so just because of Bill Belichick. I expect them to run the football and play Bill defense. Belichick. I, I think the, the defense will have a bounce back week after letting up, letting Lamar kind of do what he wanted uh, against them. And, and I don't expect Aaron Rodgers to have the same freedom. Uh, and so basically my, my whole premise was this game will go under. Therefore, I want the double digit dog. And that's exactly where, where my head was at.
1: Uh, as far as the Mac injury news shine, we've still not gotten confirmation like how long he's going to be out. I think there's there's been some reporting that it could be like four weeks, it could be six, it could be eight. I don't. So feel I think comfortable. Schefter
0: said multiple weeks. What Schefter said, and that the team is trying to make a decision on exactly how to proceed. Mac is is looking at a second opinion. Yeah. To what determine the, I, if, I don't know what if that means. well to get a second opinion to decide if he should get surgery or not, because I think there was like the. The the doctor was there, Doctor Flynn or Dr. whatever Flynn from NBC PSGA, Sports yeah. or NBC Sports. Yeah, uh, she it was indicating that there is a procedure made famous at Alabama actually that gets uh, people back from high ankle sprains insanely fast. I believe is the quote. Um, and, and so, like, I, I think one side. I don't know who which side is which. One side may be pushing for the surgery. One side may be wanting to just heal up and and, and take their time. Um, Ultimately, I think you should be out until the bye week and then come back after that. At this point, I don't think you should rush him back, especially if you think he's your quarterback for the future. Don't do that. That's dumb. Don't be a dumb team. Uh, and you let him sit until the bye week. That, that's that's what I would do, personally.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you're probably right, but taking a step back, just protect Mac at all costs. 100%. Like, And you and, and I disagree. I, I thought Mac made some really good throws in that game on Sunday. That throw to Parker was really good. I, I saw some progress in just his... Like his actual skill in throwing the football, I, I would not put that at risk. It's not a playoff year. I would not be rushing Mac Jones. But the the worst thing they can do, Shime, you're right, is rush him back before he's ready. In year 100%. two, shitty offensive coordinator, not a lot of talent around him. There is no reason whatsoever to rush this guy back. Is is my big take. I, I agree. And if if that's the bye week, six then weeks. have at it. it, it have at if
0: it. if if he waits till the bye week, he misses six games, which it, luckily for you is a is the easier quote-unquote part of your schedule right you get the packers tough game but then you get the lions also probably a tough game but like maintainable then you get the browns another maintainable game you get the bears who are probably the most fraudulent three and one or two and one team i've ever seen in my life um and then the jets and the colts right so like there's some cushy spots here where you could still, even with Hoyer, pull out a couple wins. And so even if you go 2-4 and four in that stretch, it's like, okay, like at least we're winning a couple games. We're not like totally failing here. Granted, the second half of your season is brutal. But, yes, sure is. But at least Mac Jones gets plenty of time to rest up, and then he comes back after the bye, right before Thanksgiving against the Jets.
1: Although, you know what? Before we, uh, so the bye week is October... No,
0: November 4th. Thirteenth. Uh, All the right, 14th. so
1: they so, you, so coming out of the bye week, let's say Mac is healthy. The, se- the second half of the schedule, the Jets still stink. Yep. Vikings better or worse than we thought, or about what we thought.
0: About what we thought.
1: Prime time, I would agree. Bills, what we thought.
0: Yep. Yeah, train. Cardinals, worse than we thought. Raiders, worse than we thought. Bengals, uh, about little worse. What we thought, little, a little worse than we thought. Little no,
1: no, no. They're outside looking in right now in the postseason, right?
0: Uh, I Aren't mean, ba- I mean, barely
1: through three games. I think they're a little bit less. My my point, and by the way, Dolphins. better. Right, Dolphins, sure, Bills, end the Dolphins less. better, Bills better. 100%. My only point is that I, I, I agree with you. I thought the back half of the schedule was a gauntlet. I'm now willing to say that might be slightly easier, but the the Lions Browns combo might be tougher.
0: Jacoby so, Brissett, to his credit, has played awesome. Nick well, Chubb looks fantastic. But
1: they're just they're see. I what I didn't account for is that they're not. They're not failing without their quarterback. Yeah, they're, they're, not. they're they, not. They even can run bit. the ball. They can play defense. Like, So they're a little bit better than I gave them credit for. The Lions are certainly better yep. than I gave them credit for. It doesn't mean anything. but So middle portion of the schedule that you're talking about with Hoyer, a slightly more difficult, at least for now, the back half of the schedule slightly easier if we're going to upgrade Lions and Browns and downgrade Cardinals Raiders. that makes sense? Yes, 100%. What that means, probably nothing. Yeah. But I just don't... It's a bigger-picture thing. Do not let your priors, like what you thought about teams going into the year, affect your week-to-week decisions on these teams. You mentioned the Jaguars, Shine. The league has been way late in catching up to the Jaguars. They still are. And, the, and the upgrade from – and we'll get to it, I'm sure, this weekend. The upgrade from uh, Doug Peterson to uh, – uh, excuse me, the upgrade from Urban to Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence year two, the talent around him, Christian Kirk is actually – Big contract, way too much money, but actually really good Zay in Zay Jones, another
0: big contract, also really good James that Robinson,
1: offense. apparently can tear an Achilles and come back nine yards later and play in the NFL, Unbelievable. which is crazy. So a uh, long-winded way away of saying you're, 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 you're right to look at their schedule and say protect Mac. And I also think that if you look at the – they can't do this, but if you're the Patriots and you're being honest, well, if we get Mac rested, maybe there's a, a win or two in the back half of the schedule – we might not have projected going into the year. That's my long way of saying.
0: It. Yep, I mean, at this point, I think the season is more or less a loss season, anyways. So it's like, why rush the kid back? It's it's stupid. Like, it's one thing if you all of a sudden win against Packers, Lions, Browns, and Bears, and the like. If you go four and zero in your next four games, it's like, okay, maybe we might want to rush him back a little bit now. And like, maybe he plays in the Colts game where he might not have previously. Like, that's one thing, but. At this point, you you have to let you just have to let the time play out. Let him take his time, and if you go one and three in your next four, you go one and three in your next four. Like at this point, you have to you have to take your future into consideration more than this season.
1: Uh, anything else for the uh, people today, Chris Schein?
0: No, uh, that'll do it for me. Not a whole lot going on. Oh, uh, Red Sox bet oh. for you. Uh, I'm going to go Michael Walker over four and a half strikeouts tonight against the Orioles. So there you go.
1: Uh, you will get my Red Sox bet on the, uh, pregame show tonight. Actually, I did the, did the work. Uh, we got a winner last night in the pregame. We had the nice, over easily cashed, uh, 14 to eight year final. Um, uh, there's certainly an opportunity for Red Sox right handers today is what I'll give you today on the podcast. We'll give you an official bet tonight. Uh, Jordan Lyles is pitching for the Orioles tonight as uh, a two.
0: Is it not Kyle Bradish?
1: Kyle Bradish is Jordan Lyles last night. Uh, Kyle Bradish on the year, um, as a 4.65 ERA's batting average against against right-handers is 290. OPS against against righties is 820. Both are very high numbers. Kike, Xander, and Christian Roy have all homered uh, against Kyle Bradish this year. But I also, I, I've been waiting on this because I, I, I'm curious what what Alex Cora does the last nine games here, Shine, yeah, for sure. With these lineups because, I mean, you saw it last night. He tried to say we we pitched poorly but played hard. I mean, they, they, they announced 25,000 there. There were not 25,000 there. <laughs> It is an absolute crawl to the end of the year. And I, I'm not comfortable giving out bets at 10 because I don't know what the lineup's going to look like. And I, and, I, and I give them out on the pregame show, so I'm holding off uh, on, the, on the baseball for now. But we're trying to finish over 500. We're 34-36, and 36, giving out props and sides and totals in the Red Sox pregame show. So I have six games to go like 4-2 and two to right. finish over 500. So Keep that's the goal go. on the pregame show. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Beck UL Boston on Twitter. Uh, anything else today for the people, Chris Sean?
0: Um, no. That, that's about it, my friend. All
1: right. We will talk tomorrow uh, with an update on sports betting in Massachusetts. I have four headlines I've already pulled that they're going to annoy the hell yeah, out of Chris Scheim tomorrow. Chris Scheim's in a good mood today. Great Today's mood. his research day. Tomorrow, I'm going to annoy Chris Scheim. Thursday, we'll play the Thursday night game. Friday, all of our picks. Uh, Saturday, all of our props. I
0: hate to rain what? on your parade a little bit.
1: What? What now? Uh,
0: I am going away. During weekend. the football season. Wow! Uh, yeah, it's a wow. very special occasion. Uh, I'm going away uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I will be home Sunday. Um, so, unfortunately, um, you may have to do a pod without me, uh, or uh, we may have to take a break until uh, after week four. So,
1: I'm not. I'm not taking a break during the football season. So, okay. You're, okay you so go. you have you have the next 48 hours to find me a producer. Oh, I, ha- I got one for you Don't for worry. the podcast. Yep. Who's same gonna-
0: time, same place. Uh, we'll we'll uh we'll be uh, inquiring for the help of one Cooper Leonard, who uh, also assists on the Bradfoe show. A very capable right. producer.
1: Coop knows what he's doing. Thankfully, he yep. has spent way too much time with Bradford, and he's got to get him shake himself free of that. But uh, Coop's a good dude. All right, so we'll figure that out. I, I'm I'm dead. Oh. The pro, you're, gonna, so you're not gonna have any
0: picks for anybody this weekend. No, no, no. I'm gonna send you picks. I'm gonna still do the work. I'm gonna send you picks, and I might even be able to call in uh you know for uh, on Thursday. Um, uh, depending on what time it gets recorded, but uh, I uh, but you know, uh, I I will get all the picks to the people, don't you worry? All right, subscribe, rate, and review for part time shine,
1: folks. I okay. uh, don't like to work during the football season. Okay. One day is sick, we got it. this is football. Thirty two and football fifteen s- on props right it is now. Football season.
0: I am aware. There's of no much? off day. This is a this is a special. I, 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 I You said,
1: said it. You said enough. You said enough already. We all understand. You are finally, 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 finally. Going to handicapping school to learn how to handicap
0: games. <laughs>
1: finally, finally, finally. Going yeah, to the, that's what it is. Ken, Ken Laird sending you on a retreat to learn how to produce. the Gre- Actually, Greg. Greg's Greg
0: sending me on a retreat. <laughs> it's down to uh, Nantucket. Uh, I'll be producing all weekend.
1: <laughs> all right, we'll talk tomorrow, Shyam. You figure out our production. We'll talk tomorrow. Thank you. Sounds
0: good, Matsya.